Each week, I hope this podcast gives you a boost, empowers you to be your best self. And I was so drawn to working with Mighty Meals. Their mission starts with empowering you to live healthier lives. I love that Mighty Meals is a convenient, healthy meal delivery service made with locally sourced ingredients by chefs. If you're in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, for those outside the DMV, then head to eatmightymeals.com slash yourgoodnews for a special offer of $25 off for purchases of $75 or more. And don't worry, if you're outside of the DMV, they are expanding soon. Hi, and welcome to the Your Good News Podcast with me, your host, Katherine Getty. Each Thursday, I'll give you the scoop on the good news coming out of Washington and how you can get involved with this thing called democracy. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News Podcast. Thank you for joining today's episode, and we will get right to it. An update on what's happening in Washington, which really ties into the heart of the episode, learning more about the roles of both the House and Senate leadership. So over the past month or so, and I've shared this on a couple of past episodes, Congress, both House Democrats, House Republicans, Senate Democrats, and Senate Republicans have been electing their leadership for the 118th Congress, the Congress that will start in January of 2023 and run through December of 2024. I've rattled off names and given quick updates on the faces of leadership, but I took a step back and realized it would serve us all if I provided additional context on the roles that these folks are being elected to. I'll start with the House. I'll give you the role, give you the name of who's expected or been elected to serve in that role, and I'll do the same for the Senate. So bear with me. This is a little bit of a a nerd out episode, but I think you're going to enjoy it. So Speaker of the House. Under the U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5, if you're if you're really getting nerdy on me, the House of Representatives shall choose their speaker and other officers. The speaker is the political and parliamentary leader of the House of Representatives. And while the Constitution mandates the office, the House and the speakers have defined its contours over time. Some speakers have aggressively pursued policy agendas while others have come to the chair to merely administer the rules and not be a partisan. But regardless of the speaker, what has always been interesting is that it has been a House member. And you might be like, well, wouldn't a speaker of the House be of that same body be someone who's serving in that role? Interestingly enough, the speaker is not required to be a member of the House, but has always been. So a little fun trivia fact for you. The Speaker is simultaneously the House's presiding officer, party leader, and the institution's administrative head, among other duties. So who is going to be filling this role? Republicans first voted upon their desired choice for Speaker, and with a vote of 188 to 31, Rep. Kevin McCarthy of California has been voted by the GOP conference to be Speaker-elect. But to be elected as Speaker, Someone has to be elected with 218 votes in early January of the Congress. And with such a narrow House majority, 222 Republicans to 213 Democrats, Kevin McCarthy is in a pretty precarious position. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out. And I will keep you posted. House Majority Leader. The primary functions of a majority leader 
usually relates to floor duties. And the majority leader is the lead speaker for the majority party during floor debates, develops the calendar, and assists the speaker with program development, policy formation, and policy decisions. Congressman Steve Scalise of Louisiana has been voted by his conference to be the House Majority Leader for the next Congress. This position, as well as the remaining positions in the House, does not have to be voted upon by the entire House. Rep Scalise has been a member of House leadership for some time, serving as both majority and minority whip. And Rep Scalise is a strong leader who has always advocated for the principles of fiscal discipline, lower taxes, and a robust national defense, according to his website. Majority whip. The duties of the majority whip are to assist the floor leader, ensure member attendance, count votes, and generally communicate the majority position. Rep. Tom Emmer of Minnesota will be the House Majority Whip for the next Congress. Rep. Emmer is the chair of the National Republican Congressional Committee, a role in which he has served for four years. So the National Republican Congressional Committee and the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, its counterpart on the Dem side, is basically the political arm whose principal mission is to support House members of insert party to be elected. So that's kind of what Congressman Emmer has been doing for the last four years. He's been focusing on the House majority for Republicans. House Minority Leader. The Minority Leader is the principal leader of the Minority Caucus. The Minority Leader is responsible for developing the minority position, negotiating with the majority party, directing minority caucus activities on the floor, and leading debate for the minority. Rep. Hakeem Jeffries of New York will be the House Minority or House Democratic Leader for the next Congress. He's currently the chair of the House Democratic Caucus, which he served in this role since 2018. He's also the former whip of the Congressional Black Caucus and previously co-chaired the Democratic Policy and Communications Committee. He is a tireless advocate for social and economic justice. He's worked hard to help residents recover from the devastation of COVID-19, reform the criminal justice system, and improve the economy for everyday Americans, also according to his his website. I'll say for most of these biographies, if you ever want to check him out, go to house.gov or senate.gov, type in that member's name, and you can find their website. Minority Caucus Chair. The Minority Caucus Chair provides over caucus meetings and assists the minority leader with policy development. So caucus meetings are those opportunities, Democratic to call it a caucus, Republicans call it a conference. It's an opportunity for those members of that party to get together and talk about the issues of the day. So Congressman Pete Aguilar of California will serve as the minority caucus chair, and he's previously the mayor of Redlands, which is now part of his district. His dad was a union worker for a local utility company. And interestingly enough, his first job was working with his grandfather, bussing tables at the San Bernardino County Courthouse. He worked two jobs through college and proudly graduated with the help of Pell Grant. And he is currently the vice chair of the House Democratic Caucus. Minority Whip. The major responsibilities for the Minority Whip are to, one, assist the minority leader on the floor, count votes, and ensure attendance of minority party members. Congresswoman Catherine Clark of Massachusetts, who was first elected to Congress in 2013 and has had a career in public service, will be the minority whip next Congress. 
She brings her experience as a state senator, a state representative, general counsel for the Massachusetts Office of Child Care Services, and the policy chief for the state attorney general. So she has had a very storied career in public service. She is currently the assistant speaker and previously the vice chair of the House Democratic Caucus. She is a vocal advocate for ending wage discrimination, protecting women's health care, access to affordable, high-quality child care, paid family leave, safer schools, and other reforms to address the challenges women and families face. So that wraps up the House. Let's turn our attention to the Senate. The President of the Senate. So the Vice President of the United States shall be the President of the Senate, but shall have no vote unless they be equally divided. U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 3, Clause 4. Vice presidents have served in this role and actually have their own office in the Senate chambers right off the Senate floor. As stated in the Constitution that I just read, this role is not that powerful, I'll say, unless there is a closely divided Senate, as, interestingly enough, we have experienced over the last Congress and likely will or could potentially in the next Congress. So when there is a 50-50 Senate, that vice president has an even bigger role is basically what I'm saying. So you'll see it right now when we have a 50 Democrats in the Senate, this current Congress, and 50 Republicans. Senator Harris has had that tie-breaking vote. It's, it's a really powerful role. President pro tem of the Senate. The Senate shall choose their officers and also a president pro tempore or pro tem in the absence of the vice president or when he slash she shall exercise the office of the president of the United States. U.S. Constitution, Article 1, Section 3, Clause 5. Also enshrined in the Constitution is the role of the president pro tem. The president pro tem serves as the VP's temporary substitute and is actually the third in line to the presidency after the vice president and the Speaker of the House. Senator Patty Murray of Washington will be the next Senate pro tem. This role doesn't impede the pro tem, as they are known, from serving in other roles. So in the next Congress, Senator Patty Murray is expected to serve as the Senate Appropriations Chair. And she is currently serving in this current Congress, the 117th Congress that will end in a few weeks, She has served as the chair of the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee. I'd like to highlight the amazing resource, though, of Senate.gov. I know I said it earlier in the episode, but Senate.gov, House.gov, because they have incredible descriptions of these roles. And I'll say for Senate.gov, they have an incredible description of party leadership that I'm going to share with you. So with each new Congress, the Democratic and Republican conferences elect one of their members to serve as party leader. For the 118th, it will be a Democrat serving as majority leader and a Republican serving as minority leader. Depending on which party is in power, one party leader serves as the majority leader and the other the minority leader. Both party leaders, also called floor leaders, serve as the spokesperson for their party's position on the issues and coordinate their respective legislative strategies. Working with the committee chairs and ranking members, the majority leader schedules business on the floor by calling bills from the calendar and keeps members of his or her caucus advised about the daily legislative program. In consultation with the minority leader, the majority leader fashions unanimous consent agreements by which the Senate may limit the amount of time for debate on a measure and divide the time between parties. 
occupying the front row desk of the center aisle in the Senate chamber. The leaders play close attention to floor action. They open and close the day's proceedings. They keep legislation moving and protect the rights and interests of their party members. When several senators are seeking recognition at the same time, the presiding officer of the Senate will call on the majority leader first, then on the minority leader, and then on the managers of the bill being debated. This right of first recognition enables the majority leader to offer amendments, substitutes, and motions to reconsider before any other senator. So amendments, substitutes, and motions to reconsider are all technical terms about how bills get done or how things are handled in the Senate. The position of party leader is not included in the Constitution, interestingly enough. It has evolved gradually in the late 19th and early 20th century. So who is going to serve as majority leader in the 118th Congress? That will again be Senator Chuck Schumer of New York. He has served this role since 2021. And the minority leader will be Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky. He has served in this role for quite some time, and he has seen to be formidable. Take with that what you want. He understands Senate procedure quite masterfully. So we have recapped the House and Senate, the different leadership roles. I've shared with you what each of those roles mean and who's going to be serving in them. That is it for today. Thank you again for joining today's episode of the Your Good News Podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead, subscribe. So weekly an episode will be where you stream podcasts. And do me a favor, leave a review. It's super helpful and share with someone you know. Thanks again for joining today. And tune in next week for another episode of the Your Good News Podcast.